What is this? For the mess. Can I begin? Uh huh. It's the chill kit. I got the cards to the deck you should deal with. I got the flows to nod your head. Can you feel it? I put the beans in the bag and I will never spill it. Yes, sir. Damn right. I keep it low key. They must got all time as if they say that they know me. Welcome to the For the Masses podcast. My name is John Barrett, your host. Hey. We're back. We're back again with some fire. Episode 28. And I got a great, amazing episode for you all. I appreciate the constant love on the the last few drops. I've been getting so much love and I'm super grateful and I'm super blessed for the opportunity. But before I tell you what this episode is about and who's it about, we got admin tasks we got to take care of because we do what we got to do. So please follow us on all platforms at For The Masses Podcast, except our YouTube at GB The Masses Podcast. Today's episode is about a dream chaser. I'm not talking about Meek Mill, right? But, hey, that should have been the music before this, but I got my boy Isaiah on the drop, and it's an amazing song. But a dream chaser in my brother, my ex-college roommate, Maxwell Lacey, he has a unique story where he had to change his mindset to do something drastic, and I'm super, super proud of him. And we sat down, we had to talk about what it took to get him to where he is. So this is a Wrestling Wednesdays episode. Thank you for listening for the Masters Podcast. Because I, cause I like, uh, maintain some level of mystique. You do, you do, you don't oversaturate the market like I did at one point. I mean, but it's okay because both, both pathways are like routes to success. You know, it's just like different. 100% like, but like the thing is I have to keep up the pace. Yeah, I definitely. No, I get it. Yeah. And then the only thing about that is like, but when I stop, then everybody's like, "What? what? Where you at?" Because <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I mean, right. you know, out the out the game. So, like y'all, I like everyone relax. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. Every, everyone relax, right? Now, hey, Max Lacey, I appreciate you joining the podcast. Oh, thank you, man. I'm happy to be here. Pleasure. It means the world to me. I know, I know you're overbooked, and it took us a while to do it because you you won the Pan Ams win. Oh, uh, that was that was July. No, first week of June or last. Week oh, of I've May. been trying to get you since June. I've been trying uh, to get Max Lacey since June. Get out of here! It's not. Well, it's ready to be like October first. It's ready to be October first and three days. It is, man. Time's flying. Hey, well, I, I appreciate you making a time out. You know, most definitely. Oh no, man! I've 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 uh. Been looking forward to it, you know. I always enjoy conversations with you. You know that. I appreciate that means the world. You know, hey. So we 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 hinted to something, but I don't want to get into it right now. So let's start from the very beginning. Who's Max Lacey? Where did he come from? Um, how was his upbringing? Um, yeah. So just a kid born. I was born in Columbus. Um, like went to school in Canal Winchester. Always sort of like hung out on like the east side of the city, I guess. Canal to Gahanna. Um, uh, I don't know. Real active. My mom was an immigrant from Costa Rica. She was always an athlete, and so. Oh, your first generation. Your mom was an immigrant. Yeah, yeah. So. She, oh, I didn't know she, she was like. Yep. So she wow. came here on a Fulbright scholarship from Costa Rica. Ended up at Ohio State. Um, met my father, and that's how come. Um, you know, I was born in Columbus, and that's why I grew up in Columbus. Yeah. So you have dual citizenship. You're a, you're Costa Rican and you're African American. Yeah. So yeah. So Both Costa of those are Rican, Af- 
Costa Rican, African American. So Costa Rican, African American. Some people say Afro Latino. They have a oh, term that goes around now. Uh, Latinx. I don't know. I don't know exactly, you, but like you know. when you do standardized tests, what do you check in the box? It depends if there's two boxes, one that has like a list. If it has a list, then I'll say, then I click black African-American. But um, And sometimes they have one that says Hispanic or Latino. So I click, if, if there's only one, I alternate. I mean, it's good to know, but you need to like start bringing race into a grow up thing. <laughs> I just want to give everyone, a, I just want to give myself, like make sure everyone has a fair like sample size of who's actually taking the, the test. No, it's one hundred percent. Like, definitely make it, make it known who you are on paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, hold on. So, like, so you you grew up uh, with Costa Rican mom, African American dad. Grew up in Columbus, Canal Winchester. Yeah. Uh, like, what sports did you grow up playing? When did you start wrestling? And what did you play football? Like, skater? Like, what what you do? <laughs> um, no. So I started playing soccer as just like rec leagues young kid. Um, what age? Really, that was as soon as like you're old enough to get in. Oh, like know, four or five. Sports. Yeah, like just kicking the ball around. Um, and I played soccer all the way up until I was in fourth grade, I think. And I was too young to do the travel team, but too old to play in the rec league I had been playing. Um, and so that left me in position. So I just started playing football with my friends. Um, played football from fourth what grade. What age was that? Oh, fourth grade? Uh, yeah, fourth grade. So I don't know how old are fourth grade. Nine. Like eight nine. Or nine, something like that. Yeah. Um, played football all the way through that. Um, played one year of basketball. I wasn't very good. I didn't I didn't like it too much. I didn't dislike it, but, you know, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, and I get that. I remember going into seventh grade football or the summer going into seventh grade, my dad tells me, hey, you should do you should do cross country. And I'm like, <laughs> I've always hated running. You know, I mean, and I was like a, uh, a chubby kid, um, balanced and athletic, but like chubby, yeah, not yeah. a runner. And I'm like, well, he's like, we'll do the conditioning in the summer. You should do the summer conditioning. All right. So I did the summer conditioning. Terrible. Like I was bad at it. Yeah, yeah. Like I did it. And then he said... And I played football. It left me in good shape for football. And then he told me, you should wrestle. I said, well, why should I wrestle? He said, because this is the hardest sport I ever did. He wrestled like a year in high school. Um, I'm like, okay. So I went to the conditioning. And we I remember we had to run like something that seemed un, like unachievable at the time. It was like two <laughs> miles. We had to run like two miles and come back. Yeah. And it took me forever. I finally get back. And he's like, all right, open mats. And I start wrestling around and just trying to, like, put people on their back. I didn't know any moves. Uh, but I had always wrestled in the yard. And then um, I was like, this is fun. So I told my dad, like, I want some wrestling shoes so I can do it on Thursday. He was like, that's fine. I'll buy it. We can buy the shoes tonight. But if I buy you the shoes, you have to finish the season. I'm like, yeah. okay. And so once that season ended, I probably won six matches maybe. If that, yeah, yeah. like, wrestled probably 30 matches. Um, but yeah, after that, yeah. yeah, it was game over. What? I knew that's what I wanted to do. So what, what got what got you hooked, though? And well, first of all, what made you, like, like be okay to the idea of wrestling, though? Because, you know, I feel like a lot of people, they're like, bro, wrestling? Like, why, bro? Like, is it because yeah. you're in Ohio, or did you crave, uh, like, companionship? 
<laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. It was like, because I always used to wrestle outside with like the neighbors and my mom would tell me, no, you can't do that. Like, mm-hmm. you're strong. You're bigger than those kids. Like, you can't wrestle. So I always just liked combat, like throwing people down and like physical stuff like that. Um, so then when I got to do that, I felt like I had experience. I'm like, oh, I've been doing this in the yard. Like, I'm, I'll be good at this. Oh, but okay, it, okay. Was, it was um, different. But I was already accustomed. I had already done like a hard thing, which was the cross country conditioning. So it being like hard, I knew oh, I just I'll keep coming back and it'll get a little easier each time. Yeah, it it, it didn't deter you like everyone else. Yeah, huh. I think a lot of guys that start wrestling, they'll like get there. They're like, yo, like this no joke. Like, you know, like I need to stop <laughs> coming. Yeah, people start, I mean, isn't that wild? Like people start coming. For sure. I mean, because it's crazy. Think about if you played soccer, not knocking soccer or basketball, but a yeah. sport that is less physical at the younger levels. Every time there's contact or there's something physical that happens, it's the whistle's blowing, you know, and everyone's like looking after each other's like, like well-being. Yeah. Where in wrestling, even at, you know, eight, ten years old, the objective is to not like beat the other kid up, but kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is to like impose your will for lack of yeah. a better term. Definitely, so. definitely will will against will. And um I, I think that's something that kept me going was like the interest of the coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I got in there, they were like, Hey, do this, and then you do it, and they're like, Oh, this kid just listened to me and did what I did, you know, and then they have more interest in you. I'm like, Oh, these coaches love me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, it's lit. I'm I'm the man out here, even though like obviously like you know you, like one minute that happens and then the next you go against a varsity guy and then you're getting your face shoved into the mat, you know. Yeah. So it varies. I have plenty plenty of those moments. You know. So but you you end up getting hooked and you end up so seventh to eighth grade and you know and in, in the grand scheme of things wrestling like starting in seventh grade isn't like early you know but it's not late but it's not early. So what made you be like all right well I'm I'm gonna take it serious like what made you just want to like continue to like do it even though there's people who've been doing this since four or five especially in ohio yeah um i just wanted to be good and i didn't know how to be good i didn't know how to like i didn't even know how to get better i just knew how to go to practice but i was always at practice on time ready to train didn't skip workouts and always gave effort and always wanted to win and like live goes and listen and try the technique yeah no i didn't i agree do summer wrestling or anything like that um but by the time i there was other guys on my team who picked it up way faster than me. And I always told myself, next year I'll be like that. Next year I'll be like that. And by the time I got to be a freshman, I thought this will be my year. I'm going to like beat everybody up and like surprise. I was probably a six and OJV. Yeah. And then got beat up in a bunch of other matches, varsity matches, won a couple here and there, like better than I was the year prior, but not nothing yeah. at home about, you know? You know what's crazy? That learning curve, too, is, like, very similar to, like, a lot of us who started late. I think – because I think if you don't – well, not late. Well, yeah, I know, you know Comparable. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, um like, a lot of us, like, for uh, the first two years, if you're not wrestling all year round, it's really that third year where you get the learning curve. For know? sure. Unless, unless you're, like, a guy who, like, that first year goes all year round, you're already on your third year technically, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's why, I like, I, I tell people, hey, like, you could be good. You're going to be good in three years. Or you can just do this one year now, and you don't do football, and you don't do basketball. You might as well just do this all year round, right? Yeah. And then be ready to like do something later on, you know. So it's it's crazy because like you know interview a lot of wrestlers and very similar like growth. You know nothing like too immediately like you're like that, but you're like slowly like this, and then you're just like that, and you're exponentially getting better from there. But yeah. um, 
Um, but yeah, that's that's super, that's super super interesting. So then you you become a, a freshman. You know, you're you're decent. You're on JV as a freshman, not varsity. Yeah, not varsity. Uh, I cracked Michael Jordan. Michael I mean, Jordan, I just, I mean, our team was not really good, but we were tough. We had some yeah. tough guys, some like returning state placers, and some guys above me. I used to wrestle off every week just because. Why not, bro? Wrestle. Exactly. Like anyone want to wrestle bro. off every week, I raise my hand. Like, I'll <laughs> bro, sometimes I'll get one, sometimes I wouldn't. You know, but. bro, why not, right? Like, if this guy is that much better than you, like, why not? I never understood that because, like, the freshman, like, like I would just be cutting weight hard, you know, and I'm like, yo, like I'm, like I'm dying, like you're not dying, but like I'm hurting, you know, like you might as well, you might mess around and come get this spot this week, you know, mm-hmm. and then no one would do. It. I was like, y'all tripping, you know, <laughs> but um. So, so you just like, and that's so crazy. But anyways, so sophomore year, you end up getting a little bit better. You, you end up getting on varsity. Yeah, I cracked the lineup. Um, it was the first tournament of the year. I wrestled, I bumped up wrestle heavyweight. So it was Michael a, Jordan. A heavyweight, yeah. And so I weighed about 215. And I just, they said, you want to wrestle heavyweight? I'll always wrestle. I don't think there's been a time in my life someone asked me, do I want to wrestle? That I responded with no. Yeah, facts. So I wrestled, yeah. And I end up taking like six in the tournament, and um, yeah. And then so so then sophomore year, then you go into your junior senior year. How did you like end up finishing like college? I mean high school. Um, I qualified for the state tournament um, my senior year. Um, I lost the match to go as a junior, um, and then I didn't I didn't place. I had a couple yeah. of good matches with some good guys. Um, I am not. It, to be honest, I won't even say it's one of those stories where, like, oh, I didn't wrestle that great. I wrestled a normal Maxwell match. Yeah, I yeah. waited a little too long, but I just think, like, my chain wrestling and my, like, wrestling mindset, I guess, wasn't, like, there yet. I've, I've always been, like, a late bloomer in wrestling a little bit. And so, like, it just wasn't – I guess I just wasn't there yet, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I think – um I think, I mean, I think for you, like, you're pretty consistent all around the board. Like, Maxwell's going to do what Maxwell does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, that, that's how, like, you've always been, since I know you, at least, you know? Yeah. So it was never like, oh, he had a bad day, you know? I mean, obviously, we, we wrestled bad, but it was never like, mm-hmm. like, TJ out here. <laughs> 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 hey, so you, you end up being a state qualifier in Ohio, which is, like, probably, like, top three wrestling states, right? Um, So, like, pretty amazing feat. Like, so a top, a top, a, 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 a Ohio qualifier is probably like a state place or any other state, right? Um, so, I mean, I, th- I think so. Yeah, know, um, maybe. Fair to say. Like, it, definitely. I'm not kidding. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll give you this work. I'm from Virginia, top 15 wrestling state, so never mind. <laughs> take it out. Take it out. Take it out. You know? And, um, but, but, so you end up like, end up like, you know, matriculate on a college and when you're picking schools you end up going to willing jesuit university division two started a new program but your your first school you were trying to go to was wabash an all-boys school and the all-boys part was more enticing to you what it was was that was the first school to ever show me love oh you just conceded okay i was just i'm just so i mean i i was like oh i want to wrestle in college and i had no love and then one day yeah. I saw a letter from Wabash. And I'm like, oh, I mean, okay. My dad want me to go on a visit. I'll go on a visit. Yeah, I'll check that out for sure. Bro, I, I, bro, I can't talk. I had zero offers from no one. <laughs> and, bro, I was talking like, like I even know wh- where college bro, was at if they weren't on, like, TV, right? Yeah. And I was like, uh, same, I was like. Same. And um, I think that was the first year Kyle Dague won. Uh, 
uh, his uh, 141. I was like, yo, because mm-hmm. he, he was so dynamic. And I was like, yo, people who wrestle like that? Like, you can wrestle like that, bro? I had no yeah. idea. I wish I would have seen it two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, so I was just doing off-season stuff, like doing this work, doing, doing really, really, really well in the off-season. And um, co- coaches, like, approaching me and stuff like that. And um, I, but I ended up making a highlight tape and spamming it, bro. Yeah. You know, and um, ended up, like, some gave me back, some hit me back, like, hey, come on. So I ended up going to a school closer to home. Uh, ended up doing pretty well there. Ended up, you know, going to obviously William Jazz where me and you met, which was your freshman year, my sophomore year, right? That's so right. you you end up, you know, deciding to, to commit to uh, Sean Doyle in blood, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. One uh, super uh, super amazing coaches where we actually crossed paths, and you end up being my roommate and stuff like that. And I you used were to, my like, roommate. I was a tall, I was older than you, so therefore I was my roommate. Nah, nah. You know why you wanted to be my roommate though? Even if you wanted to say it the other way, you wanted to be. You wanted me to be a part of your life. Nah, you needed direction, man. You know what I mean? That's what you needed. You needed guidance. You know, if if we weren't on the podcast, I would tell you the reason why. Like that's oh, not true. But I can't say it on public forum. <laughs> okay. But but anyways, you end up like you know going to this uh, Division Two in West Virginia, and uh, you end up like being pretty well. You're uh, off the jump a starter. Um, you were a 97 pounder, um, right? You end up cutting hella weight, but you you end up having a pretty good season. I think you were over 500 you know, as a, as a freshman, right? Yeah. Um, um, and you end up doing mm-hmm. uh, making it to the second day of the regional tournament, which is two away from qualifying for a national tournament, the Division Two. Yeah, it was um, a decent season. I just it was almost like. Um... To be honest, so I remember when I started in Division Two, my original goal was D1 or bust. Um, and I thought I was going to, like, go All-American and then transfer D1. But, like, that bubble was burst pretty quick. Um, but I had a decent season just because I didn't, like, really know the better. Um, yeah, yeah. I had a place in that, the Midwest, um, winning some matches, winning some sort of big duels, beating some tough guys, and then, wrestle all right but again i still didn't i hadn't developed you know my like my wrestling skill set i was just kind of athletic i agree i think you're more emotional you know what's crazy about the athletic thing too i like i you know and we could call it what it is but like guys like i wasn't called athletic time with the college you weren't i was i wasn't because my my whole team was yeah uh and i wasn't athletic you know they, they call me a good wrestler (laughs) <laughs> you know so when we get to college you know like oh man these good athletes over here and i'm like oh thank you yeah you I know mean. but but that's another conversation for a, a podcast like more like a forum like, yeah i got a, a quorum um, <laughs> like that one we went to when we were at uh ncaa's and then we were just like standing there and it was like hey come over here and we just yeah had, like, yeah like get together mm-hmm. yeah Makes but um sense. Yeah, so we need that. We need to do something like that. But yeah, so um, you know, end up like doing pretty well. Like one of the better guys on our team. Um, I think only one other person uh, made it to the second day regionals. I think I think I um blew a lead like normal, and um, <laughs> I got, I got thrown on my back. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm that happens though. Thrown on my back, bro. I was sick. But anyways, and then I got I think I got attacked the next one. So I'm super honest about it though. TJ would no, never man, tell you. Good. TJ good. would never tell you guys. I was I was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but uh, super grateful for the experience, you know. And uh, you know, and uh, I think I think the beautiful thing about our team was like, you know, everyone was like so hungry and like, you know, like when you're the man, you're the man. 
you know, and no one's like, yo, like, you're like, yo, I can't believe, like, hey, JB's in there, or Max is in there, you know, because someone's hurt or somebody. It was like, yo, like, he's the man right now. Like, we're going to support yeah. him. And it's I think right. that that aided to, like, me having the season that I did that year because it was just, like, just all, all the support from everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think even if we weren't starters, everyone was wrestling, and then everyone was, like, a part of, like, you know, the like a part of, like, the program for the guys who were, you know, who were – um you know, wrestling. So I think that added to you as well, especially with the weight cut, because you were like really feminine. No, get out of here. I mean, I, 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 I had cut weight a few times. I did not like it. Don't like it to this day. Yeah. Uh, first couple weeks, I cut some weight. Um, but I mean, after that, it's like, I mean, you know how it goes. If, if you, if your body can settle in, it'll settle in as long as you're like somewhat disciplined over the weekends, you know? I agree. I think uh I think the lifestyle you have now will be more conducive to that. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think for me it was always like that was kind of like my lifestyle at that time. So the weight cut was like if if I was like doing like like obviously like I am now, then I, it would have been tough for me too. So yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I definitely understand that. But if you if you were in a, if you were in a, like the mindset like you have now. But you also like a professional. I try. I try to be professional in everything I do. Yeah. But I just, to be honest, it's not even from me trying to be a professional as much as I just don't like to cut weight. I don't like to feel bad. I don't like to like, because that makes the wrestling not fun. And when it's not fun, I'll just do something else. But I feel, I feel like when a lifestyle is conducive to you cutting weight, it, it's not that much of a toll. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. It definitely. Th- I mean, because. You don't you don't really have to cut weight if you're doing the things right. Yeah, if you, you know? if you're doing things right, like for me, it was like, all right, I'm still eating. I'm still eating three meals a day. Yeah, you know? for sure. I, I'm still I'm still like making smart decisions, so it wasn't like I, it was that bad. Unless I did something stupid, like you mm-hmm. know, then I'm like hanging it. But um, but yeah, so but I, I want to get into your your mindset now, so like later on. So you end up uh, obviously having that season then your junior senior year uh end up like just phenomenal phenomenal like wrestler you end up you end up going up your junior year my senior year i went to heavyweight oh you were 97 your junior too yeah it was sort of like a redshirt year so i didn't even wrestle many varsity events i wrestled a couple open tournaments and that was the first year of my life i I would say i was like a good wrestling like i understood wrestling were you so were you did you do four years or five years in college four Oh, so you just didn't do a fifth year after you rest. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, sweet. All right, so so then your senior year comes around, and then you went up the heavyweight, and you started making waves. You beat a uh, multiple um, multiple uh, NCAA qualifier, DJ Sims. You beat him twice that year, huh? No, just once. Just we once, split. and he yeah, beat you split. once. Mm-hmm. And then okay, um, so that year, and then um, just like it's an amazing season. Obviously, it didn't finish how you wanted it to. Yeah, but the season is a grind for sure. Six months, you know, especially in college, like it's it's not for the faint of heart, and there's a reason why, you know, we started off with 25 founding fathers. Um, towards the end, we probably had more than most people in our classes, or most people like freshmen, sophomore, junior, senior yeah. classes coming in. But um, everyone wasn't with us. Yeah, you're right. You know, so like it, it, it it's it's still valuable that you you made it to that senior year, right? And you still you still made waves, you know. Um, and I, I think you still have some records out there to this day. Uh, maybe something, maybe some pins, like, uh, I don't know, top 10 or something like that. Um, yeah, it was a good season. I got better, and I was enjoying it. Like, How did you finish that? Cutting weight. Um, that season, uh, I don't remember the record, but I know I was. I lost a match to go to the Nationals. Who uh, you lose to? Uh, Nick Budd from Gannon. I remember I had beat him 
Yeah, once him, we bro. split again. So I in my in my head, I'm like, wow, I just didn't win when I should have won. Um, tough pill to swallow, but you know, I mean, that's wrestling. As but, bad as it sounds, that had been that has been sort of like my career up to that point. Uh, Max, that, that's what got us to college. Yeah, I mean, Lo- losing losing right before. You know, that's what got all of us to college. Yeah, all of us. You know, I mean, you got the the rare Terrence Fannings who won multiple state titles. The rare t- Warner Brothers, but all of us, we, like, and, and that's why we transfer better. That's fair. You know, we transfer better because we're hun- a little bit more hungrier. You know, not saying that like, uh, you know, like if you're super successful in high school, you don't transfer as well. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like you, you're more incentivized to, you know, do do better when you get the second opportunity. Yeah. Sure. We both had that locker room cry right after, right after you know, um, our la- last match in high school. You know, yeah, man. Super. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was ready to start. Ramsey even said something like that on the last podcast too, and he was just like, "Yeah, man, the the locker rooms, the locker room was full of tears." They'll oh, get man. you, man. They'll get you. I made it cry again. <laughs> you're still, you're still competing. <laughs> you know, but you. Hey, so you end up. All right, and then this is the part of the story that gets like pretty like crazy. So you end up taking a year or two years off. A year, about a year. You end up taking a year off, and you get chubby. Yeah, beyond chubby, I got was fat. I was a little you, fat. okay. You get fat, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you, you come back, and you you used to work in a job, right? Yeah, I was waiting tables, there? and I was waiting tables at a restaurant in Columbus. Um, yeah, the restaurant my buddy owned, and hanging out and wheeling. I was still on the mat now and again, a couple times a month, just like. Because right, right. I always like to wrestle, but I wasn't. This is the first time in my life since seventh grade that I wasn't like, all right, after work, I'm a workout or I'm a train. It was like, I wonder what it's like to just go to work and then chill. Like, chill. And, and it was, I'm not going to say it was, I'm, I'm not going to like put words in your mouth, but it wasn't exciting for you. It, was, it wasn't like, was it miserable? Um, it wasn't miserable. I traveled a lot. So I've always been in yeah, traveling. Yeah. So that was cool, but I didn't like, I, I don't know. It's hard because thinking that you wake up and you do whatever, but then it isn't until you feel better that you're like, ah, I wasn't feeling good. Yeah. My motivation that, wasn't there. The things that make me like me weren't firing, I guess, to the fullest extent. So, so I think, um, I think what I noticed as oh, you, you obviously you took time off, you gained weight, noticed the weight gain, and I, I didn't, I didn't feel like you were happy, honestly. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel like you were happy, you know. And um, like I said, like obviously, like I'm, I was blessed. Still, am blessed to be a part of the sport that like done so much for me, mm-hmm. you know. And um, but like I could tell, I could tell there was something like, man, like, like when you came around on us again, you were just like, I'm happy to be here, guys. Like you know, and like that's joyful to you, you yeah, know. For sure, so for sure. so you, I and I think um, last I saw you, you know, and I was like, oh man, like you, you know, let's like keep checking on him and stuff like that type of thing. <laughs> you know, I'm being. No, I, I, I imagine that. Being honest, right? And then you, I adapt you up, you leave, you go back in the lab, you come back lean, and you're like, I want to train again. Yeah. So uh, what, what, where did the mindset – when when did the mindset go that, like, really, like, took you to, like, wanting to come back to compete again? So for everyone listening, uh, Max graduated. He he didn't hit the goal he wanted to hit. Um, he took some time off, you know, gained a little bit of weight. But he went, he went back, worked on his mindset – and he um, ended up dropping a lot of weight and ended up competing. Um, he he's a Costa Rican dual citizen, so he ended up, 
you know, wrestling for uh, Costa Rican national team eventually. But before that, he starts training. And so he talk about your mindset and like what really took you to like that place of like, I really want to do this. I'm going to have to take a mindset shift. I'm going to drop this weight. Um, so obviously, because I just sort of thought about like the things I had done with wrestling and the things that had got me to where I was, because even though I was kind of being lazy, like the men, the mentality of it hadn't fully gone. I still did things with intensity, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, Hey, I'll get back in the gym. And I get back in the gym. I start losing weight and feeling better. Um, and then it's like, well, maybe I should wrestle. What's the, what kind of opportunities are there for me to wrestle? And then once I saw there was a chance, I'm like, all right, well, what I didn't do everything, all the things I could control right in college. And so, I said, I'm going to control the controllables um, as best as I can, live the lifestyle right, commit, and, like, do, see what happens at least. Um, yeah. yeah. And, so so jump back into training. And then so how did you realize you had the opportunity to, like, eventually be the Costa Rican team member? Like, what, where did that come from? So I saw a post on Facebook just because I like wrestling stuff and I like a lot of Costa Rican things, the algorithm or something. So shouts out to the algorithm, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're gonna, I'm gonna pop up on Facebook now, but no. Um, it showed me something Costa Rican wrestling, so I messaged somebody, and they're like, "Yeah." Um, I found mutual friends. I started sending messages around. I got some contacts, um, and tried to just get my foot in the door. And originally, it was a lot of like this and that back and forth until the time came when they're pretty much like, well, are you a good wrestler? You know, you kind of got to prove yourself, which is fair. They don't know me from anybody. I had never wrestled there. Um, yeah. So I spent a lot of time there growing up, never around the wrestling community. And so I had to go to Panama um, on my own dollar and wrestle in this tournament, like a small tournament. Um, but I ended up beating everybody. I don't, I think I had, uh, two techs, a pin, and then the last guy defaulted out due to injury. But I was, I just beat, I just beat everybody up. It was like a lower level of wrestling. Um, yeah, yeah. And so then that kind of got my foot in the door. And from there, um, just started proving myself and still trying to get better. Because um, I knew I had like gas in the tank after college and I knew I was just starting to like get better. Yeah. Like, oh, I could be so much better. I just need more time. Well, I'm not really going to compete in college. That ship has kind of sailed. Let's see what this other door has to offer. Yeah, man. I think that's super valuable because, like, again, like, it's hard to, like, make that mindset shift, you know. And, um, and, you know, I, I compare it to, like, just, like, weight loss in general. For, so, for, for me, it's, like, all right, I always, like, being in type of, like, way, like, body composition-wise and seeing someone who's, like, probably, like, obese and them, like, dropping, like, hundreds of pounds to me is, like, way more valuable than me getting shredded. Because it's like I know what it took for them to get their mindset wise. So I, I know you had to go go in the lab and do some work, you know. And then you kept a dream. You had a dream for yourself, you know. And um, obviously, like it, it probably was kind of blurry, but like you figured it out. And um, you know, we fast forward to today. You're a Pan American uh, medal holder, right? Yep, that's correct. You know, and um, you you leave in a couple of days for Worlds. Mm -hmm. So so what's your mindset like that? What's some what's some things you do to continue to like, keep the vision in front of you? What's some things you do to like, you know, sharpen your mindset and like to this day? Besi um, besides talk to me every day. That's right. We do talk a decent bit. <laughs> um, 
the big thing for me as of late, um, and by late, I mean probably the last year or so, um, was just been like writing in a journal. That's like, I think that's super important. If anybody, um, young college wrestler, young high school wrestler, you got big goals, aspirations that I talk to, I ask, like, are you writing in a journal? Not even um, people hear journal and they might think, oh, I'm going to like write about my day. It might, it might be that. Um, it might be writing down your goals. It might be um, just general reflection. But I think it's so important to have an honest critique on yourself um, just candidly, you know, it, even if it's for nobody but yourself. So that, but, but so that when you look in the mirror or you look at something you've done or didn't do, um, you know, this was what I set out to do. This is what I achieved at the end of the day, looking back on it, was it the right decision? I don't know. I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but like everyone knows when they have to write it down in a journal. And so I think that helps. It's like a muscle. Once you work that muscle, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And then it just sort of lies on autopilot in the back of your brain. Ah, the pizza looks good, but that doesn't really align with like the greater goal I have for this week, this month, my life, you know, so be it. Then the decision is easy in that moment. Yeah, no, that's super valuable. So, so Max, so like these these people who listen to this podcast, they want to be a world team member like you. What do you do in your journal? Don't put it like, what do you do in your journal? Oh, may, in my journal. You want to be a world team member? They want to be a world team member. All right, you don't have to talk about me and like the stuff you write about me in there. But what do you uh-huh. do? <laughs> um, so I sort of give a um a breakdown of how I felt. Um, you know where my mind was at, how I felt about. And, and sort of write. So every day is a win or a loss based on the goal of the day when I woke up in the morning. Today, I'm going to lift. I'm going to train. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to do this. Cool. Um, if I execute all those things and don't waver, don't take the easy route on any of that, that's easy win. And it's about stringing together a lot of wins consistently over time, I think. you know. So that, I have a couple mantras that I write, and I um, – just write my goals essentially um, because then it's just like subconscious. Well, you do all that at night or in the morning or what do you do? Uh, it's a part of my nightly routine. So every night, um, lately I've been real good with my sleep schedule about like 1130, no later than 12. Um, turn my phone off, um, brush my teeth, wash my face, change, do my journal. Um, yeah. And then lay down in bed and I try not to miss a day. So, even if I didn't train like an on and off day, I just want to like work that muscle. I want to make sure I have that reflection at the end of the day. That's cool. And um, I think uh, and I think that's, that's something like super super valuable to us all. Especially like I had a high school coach, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys are missing something." He's like the vision, mm-hmm. and he's a financial advisor, right? So even to this day, financial advising me wise, hey yo John, write it down, make put the vision, make it plain. Yeah. Right. And um, that's biblical. And like, he also just like, he's like, even to this day, he does it for himself, right? So mm-hmm. like super, super huge on the, the vision. And I think that also like led to like my growth, you know? But it's cool that you do that. And these kids want to be world team members. So tell them one mantra. Uh, one mantra um, that has been big for me lately, just because I'm a competitor is like, I write, know how you want to compete. Um, you know, that means... I don't want to be tired. That means I want to have a cardio in check. That means I want to feel strong. That means I want to feel rested. That means 
all those things that you can control, know how you want to compete. You want to go out, compete hard um, with your best effort. You know, um, that's not even me saying no what you want the result to be know how you want to win just how do you want to compete you know just like a, a strong fierce competitor no and that's one thing that i think is important that's dope well hey max well i we definitely appreciate you coming on but before you leave plug yourself like work people like they want to hit you up to learn about like international wrestling they want to hit you up about some random technique about journaling about like things like that where can they find maxwell lacy and also how can they support the maxwell lacy uh, coalition of Costa Rican Afro. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, um, the biggest place will probably be on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you know, you can find me on Twitter at mlacy underscore the truth and on Instagram at Maxwell Lamar. So Maxwell Lamar together, no spaces, three L's in a row in the middle. And um, yeah, that's the biggest way, I guess. Uh, now that I have some more free time, I'd like to put out some videos and start doing some things with, with my time. Um, but I'm always on Instagram and Twitter and open to many and almost all um, ideas, you know. So reach out if with something wrestling affiliated or non-wrestling affiliated, you know. Always on where, the uh, And then what's your, where, where are you competing next? So my next competition will be October 4th in um, Oslo, Norway for the <laughs> Senior World Championships. Get some. Yes, sir. That's the goal. Oh, you're the senior, goal. not U23? Yep, seniors. Seniors. Man, so. that's crazy. Oh, and you're the Costa Rican World Team member. That's correct. Third, uh, yeah, three times Costa Rican World So this will be my third like round. Oh, this is your third time at Worlds? Yeah, or last year would have been Worlds, but with the COVID stuff um, – I just wasn't allowed to go due to the Costa Rican policies, but oh, okay. Kazakhstan, Oslo, hopefully many more. You know. Awesome. Hey, well, we appreciate you for joining the For the Masses community, Maxwell Lacey, Rita. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, my pleasure to be here. Take it easy. Hey, I told you I was coming with some fire, you know, but all jokes aside, this was my college roommate. I seen his progression. I seen him to get to a place where he was comfortable, and I see him change his mindset literally like a 360 to start chasing his dreams, and it paid off, you know, uh, a world circuit medalist, you know, and is continu- continuing, continuing, continuing to, like, achieve his goal. He gave you awesome tips and tricks to, you know, start, like, chasing your dreams, and I'm super excited, and I'm grateful that Max decided to share this on a podcast. Thank you all for listening for the Massive Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to my lovely mother, Alfreda Bullock. She ran her race with elegance and pride. I love you forever.